0: You're listening to The Point with Pastor Gray on a Church Radio. Church Radio. Church Radio. Church Radio.
1: Praise the Lord and welcome to The Point. It is Wednesday, November 24th, the week of Thanksgiving here in the year 2021. And thank you so much for joining us. Anyone who's joining us live, we appreciate you hopping on the stream. Leave us a thumbs up or a heart or a comment. Let us know what you're listening in. Uh, Make sure you can hear us all right and that everything's going well on the actual stream and the technology here. I'm joined here in the studio. My name is Sam by uh, Brother Woods and my brother, brother, Mark... Uh, appreciate y'all being with me today gentlemen and uh, we're just praising the Lord here it's been it's been an exciting time as we're going into fall here we can feel the season change physically um, several of us have talked about in the past couple weeks it feels like th- the seasons are shifting spiritually as well that God is working and at at, at work as he always is so we praise God for that uh, and we just love being a part of it and we love praising the Lord and and uh, seeing what the Lord has in us and for us for his ministry. And uh, so that's what we're doing today. You're on The Point. Praise the Lord, Brother Woods. So good to see you today.
0: Amen. It's good to be here, uh, Brother Sam and Brother Mark. Uh, <clears throat> I'm glad that we're uh, in here all together as one, in one accord. Amen. And uh, I mentioned to, uh, well, first of all, I uh, want to say uh, welcome to the uh, listeners overseas and wherever you might be. Glad that God has uh, given you a mind to want to uh, come with us and, and, and to go through the uh, scriptures and see what God has for us. Uh, it's truly an American holiday. I know how they may be celebrated in other parts of the world, but uh, Thanksgiving, and we have a we have a lot to be thankful for just for the, the many benefits and blessings that God has bestowed upon us, mm-hmm. but in that same note and context, there are others, even in, in even in America, and definitely in other parts of the world, that uh, Thanksgiving is something that uh, is not a relevant term with them because of the suffering and the mm-hmm. things that they're going through. And my, and my heart is kind of grieved. I think about a, a country as a uh, as the United States that has so much. So much oh, yeah. in the way of resources and things to help people that there's still many, many people impoverished and suffering. Uh, Brother Sam made a mention uh, uh, just for the podcast about uh, anyone that maybe had to sleep, sleep out in the cold hmm. the last few days because <clears throat> I think it got about 24 de- hmm. degrees uh, the other day. Hmm. Uh, and uh, looking at some of the um, news articles, and uh, you know, I look at the ones overseas news and things, and we all know about that uh, terrible thing that's happening on the border of Poland, between Poland and Belarus. <clears throat> and I read a statement from a man that they took uh, an interview for from, and uh, a man about thirty years old, and he was worried about his children uh, freezing and starving. Mm. And he said that uh, it was so cold as they were trying to seek sanctuary, being driven out of one place into another. That all he could think about was getting warm. And it was mm. so cold that they couldn't sleep. And mm. anybody's ever experienced that—that's that's a bad place. And you know, he was more worried about that, and his children didn't have food. You know. And we think about these things that uh, are going on all over the world, that in, <clears throat> that in people that have been displaced, they have nowhere to go there between a rock and a hard place. And then I, I read another article about a, a young uh, a Afghan girl and the father. They're so impoverished over there that uh, when the Taliban has taken over. You know, the, the economy started to collapse right away, mm. but they're so impoverished that the father had to sell his eight-year-old daughter into marriage for a dowry of $2,000 because they were so poor. Mm-hmm. And this is happening uh, all over Afghanistan because of the, the, the treachery of, of that government. Mm-hmm. And not only... Of that government and other governments that drive people mm. to live in squalor mm. and degradation, you know, I mean, no human being should have to live like that. And you know, we, I can identify that. You know, I mean, if we ever been near homeless, which I have, and uh, me and the brothers have talked about that, and something of uh, the things that governments do to people and cause them pain, so. It, it's, it just grieves my heart that in a uh, in a time like this in America, where people have plenty, mm-hmm. and then there's the impoverished, and then there's the spiritual impoverished. Oh, yes. The thing of it is that a uh, uh, man's uh, ma- a man's life does not consist in abundance of things that he has, and I know that's the mm-hmm. word of God. Mm-hmm. But being spiritually impoverished, but how are we going to? We can't. All we can do is pray for other people in other nations mm-hmm. but that's a that's a big ticket item for the children of god mm-hmm. the thing things of it is how do you how can you reach these people i know that evangelism and testifying the things that we're we're supposed to do mm-hmm. but we're also like a light set on a hill a city that kind of mm-hmm. cannot be hid right. without that light without that manifestation of that holy Ghost. To draw people. We have here, uh, starting at Heritage House, an uh, individual that are coming in, and it's really a blessing to see the light that they see and being drawn in. Mm. Well, uh, and, and I'm kind of a dogma on this, and brothers, you know, we're having the conversation. I want we all to join in. But uh, somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, we're still inadequate on things that need to be done. And I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 like I say, just criticizing and everything, but there's a lot of things that maybe we could be doing better in America. Mm. I know that in 1974, this young, this young uh, uh, missionary, uh name was Kathy Warden. She came back from Germany, but they had a prophecy uh, in tongues and the interpretation was, and I think I've told you this before, pray. The Lord said, pray. Pray for America, for the thing that she is doing has come up as a stench hmm. in my nostrils. And we see that from 1974 until the present date, there's a lot of things that have gone awry. Sure. You know, I mean, it's it's it, it's everything is is twisted and turned. You know, uh, we, we, we talk about it. I'm not trying to get into politics. I want to get into, you know, the, 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 the poverty thing. But we as children of we as children of light and of God, there are many opinions on all sides. But the child of God walks a narrow path of righteousness right. Right. to where we are more concerned about souls than really politics. Mm-hmm. And if there is politics, it's uh, like Daniel. We know he held a high position as far as you know in Nebuchadnezzar's government oh, yes. because of his faithfulness to God. Mm-hmm. And we should hold that. We should have that mantle. We should carry that mantle into the uh, the century, the 80th or 21st century, mm-hmm. and, and beyond. If God, mm-hmm. if God, uh, if God carries. I wrote a little thing here and we can jump off. I have a few scriptures and uh, I'm going to read this and we can get into it. And I definitely like some feedback for how you feel, because I know that you've experienced and seen some things uh, in your walk. And before you came to God, that is just horrendous in scope. And, and I, I've got a little title here uh, in a land of plenty where people have nothing. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> the world and its inhabitants are experiencing tumultuous times in the season of Thanksgiving, uh, we are seeing so many horrible horrible things that are happening uh, to the poorest of people all over the world. Refugees, wandering, refugees and wandering strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving for them can be a place to call home or at least a dry place to lay their head down to rest, uh, to have just a morsel of food uh, for their children to eat. Instead, they are being packed in like cattle driven to market for slaughter. Again, this is worldwide. How have we arrived here? Mm. And it's very disconcerting. I had uh, thought about the charge that was given to Israel for the strangers and the poor that they had accompanied them. Uh, in the wilderness, and the, and the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy how judges were supposed to react to the poor and the things that they were supposed to administer and how they were supposed to administer it. So uh, I'm going to go to uh, Ecclesiastes, uh, the 22nd chapter, uh, verses 21 through 24, and then the companion scripture, Brother Samuel, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 16, verses 19, 19 through 20. Ecclesiastes. Uh, uh, I meant Exodus. I'm sorry. Exodus. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Exodus 22, verses 21 through 24, and then a companion scripture in Deuteronomy 16, verses 19 through 20. All right. So Exodus 22. 22, yeah. Starting in verse
1: 21. Yes, sir. Thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Ye shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If thou afflict them in any wise, and they cry at all unto me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath shall wax hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall be widows, and your children fatherless.
0: Mm. Uh, Okay, go to uh, Deuteronomy 16, verses 19, 19 through 20.
1: Right, Deuteronomy 16, verse 19. Verse 19 and 20. Thou shalt not rest judgment, thou shalt not respect persons, neither take a gift. For a gift doth blind the eyes of the wise and pervert the words of the righteous. That which is altogether just shalt thou follow, that thou mayest live and inherit the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee.
0: Amen. Amen. Um uh... We see that the responsibility, and I, I'm thinking, I'm using my slant on it, Brother Samuel, Brother Mark, is that God set up certain things to care for the indigent, indigent and the poor, the widowless and the fatherless, which probably there was there, there was no, they were there by no fault of their own, hmm. just happened mm-hmm. all over the world. People are under uh, subjugation from uh, rulers that just don't care, through no fault of their own, because someone is, is wants to have dominance over that people. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. You think about uh, what they do and how they, you know, adjust to be a leader, mm-hmm. just to say that you know I'm I'm top of the line, I'm king, you know, mm-hmm. and no and just disregard for the welfare of people. Now, we sometimes see that here. Now, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a politician. Don't plan to be. Don't, don't even think about it. But to gauge everything that is done in government mm-hmm. strictly mm-hmm. and totally by the Word of God. And we see Amen. that the Word of God here is what is supposed to be that way. He gave man riches and, and power, but the misuse and abuse it's just, it's just terrible. Mm. And what's even worse, brothers, is that I feel some of those things and that ideology is creeping into present day church. Mm. Yeah, so oh, wow. I mean, you know, anytime you want to chime in, just mm. you know, we'll talk about mm. this and discuss it because mm. this is a time supposed to be of plenty and Thanksgiving. And there's there are those that they're just stressed in and beyond then.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm reminded. Um, actually, the Lord brought a um, verse to mind the other day. Let me find it here. It's in okay. Proverbs. Proverbs twenty nine, fourteen, where he says, The king that faithfully judgeth the poor, his throne shall be established forever. And and as you mentioned, we see this 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 biblical principle show up again and again that God does care about the poor. Um he does care about those who are hurting, he cares about those who are lost, obviously. And as his representatives of his kingdom, his his forward representatives, you know, as his spiritual mm-hmm. kingdoms already here, uh the church should care about what he cares about, and we should uh, take dominion over those things as much as we're able, as much as God gives us to, mm-hmm. to take care of others. And and uh, this is something that, that I will say before I was born again, even though I was religious, I did not have compassion um, right. because I was raised to believe that uh, in, you know, somewhat biblically to believe that, uh, you know, if a man does not work, neither shall he eat. Right? Mm-hmm. And, this, and this principle is true. Mm-hmm. However, that in my mind translated to anyone who is destitute, who is poor, who's, you know, out on, on hard times. Uh, it's of their own it's their own fault, okay. right? That they, okay. that they should, right. should be working hard and, you know, getting themselves out of it. And that's their own fault. And I will say that I've interacted with a lot of people who are in that state. Um, In fact, where I lived in in Grand Junction, Colorado, it was kind of a nexus point where a lot of homeless people from other areas would literally get a bus ticket to dump them off in grand junction so that they'd be out of someone else's hair and they wouldn't have to deal with them Mm -hmm. and they would just pile up there and there was a bunch of people there was a park across the street from the police station where a bunch of homeless people would just camp out and they uh, obviously there was drug activity you know there was all kinds of stuff going on there but it was one of those things where it was kind of in your face if you ever had to, and, and to look, you know, across one side of the street and you're like, here's the police station, you know, the picture of law and order, right. And you look across the other side of the street and you're like, and here's chaos. And, you know, and people, I tried going there one time, um, you know, as far as the truth as I knew at the time, trying to, to give the gospel and tell people about Amen. Jesus, and you couldn't have conversations with most of these people because they were strung out uh, on drugs or they were just not mentally there, you know, anymore from who who knows what Amen. all their situations. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it it is a big problem, as you said. Is it's it's a. It's something we can help with. It's something that we can, you know, one-on-one deal with people. But it's, you know, people love throwing around this term systemic, you know, these days. <laughs> and and I do believe, just from my own personal observation, that this is a systemic problem. And it's a, it's a spiritually rooted problem uh, to do with, so. obviously, to do with the drugs and other things. That the solution is, is not just... Be warmed and filled, right? But the solution is for these people to be born again, is to actually understand who the king really is, who the king of kings really is. And that then changes your whole activity. It changes your priorities. It changes your approach to life. And so then you're not going to be putting yourself in foolish situations where you'd end up on the streets or giving yourself over to, you know, the drugs or whatever it is. That's really the change that needs to happen in these people's lives is that they need to be born again. They need to come to know God. And too often we see the 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 focus again they do need in the moment they may need food they may need shelter but Mm -hmm. the focus is on just you know let's give out some handouts or let's help people or whatever and then if those people are never actually saved then they're going to end up right back where they were before i mean they're going to make the same choices or they're going to be subject to the same foolishness or whatever it is uh that may have caused them to end up there um it's it's uh, I've heard some a lot of people talk about that in context of ministries like ministries that have to do with deliverance you know people that have devils or healing ministries mm-hmm. and. Sometimes you see them, and and Mark and I have been doing this a lot lately, where we're we're kind of doing a teardown. You know, as as we're as we've got the Holy Ghost now, and we're you know understanding the true church and everything, and we're kind of we're we're looking, you know, with a, with a bit of a skeptical eye at a lot of different you know mm-hmm. ministries that pop up mm-hmm. and what they do. Mm-hmm. And to me, one of the big red flags is when they focus on taking care of the physical needs, but never address the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Because again. If if someone gets healed, that's wonderful. That's great. You know they're whole, they're restored. But if they just walk off and go back off into living their worldly lifestyle, then what did, what good did that do them? I mean, they you know they just they just have another day, and then they're going to go right back into whatever um, you know whatever caused them, led them there, or what, whatever other lifestyle that leads them away from God. We must pair those physical that physical giving with the spiritual giving that they need with the seed planted in them of the gospel. And uh, so obviously, as you mentioned earlier, those who would be able to fully address this issue and these systemic issues is the church. They're the only ones. We're the only people who can actually help solve this problem because we can help people physically. We can give, we can, you know, shelter them, feed them, whatever it is. But we also have the solution that they truly need deep down. Um Anyways, that's that's kind of my mm-hmm. understanding where I've come to you know mm-hmm. over the past mm-hmm. couple of years on a lot of those topics. I'm sure Mark has his own opinions on that. We've both uh, over times been in pretty pretty bad situations. I know for me, you could have said it was without my. Um, that it wasn't necessarily a choice I made, although some of it was at times. But I've, I've spent nights, you know, sleeping in my car yeah. and and effectively homeless. I didn't yes, have any yes, actual address yes. or house for a good six months at uh-huh. one point. Um, so I understand that plight and that, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because even just having the car, because that was my home, essentially I slept in it, you know, mm-hmm. and with all my stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you'd get... It was hard not to laugh at times if somebody would come up and knock on your window and ask you for <laughs> ask yeah. you for money because I'm yeah. like you don't understand. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not much better than you are here, guy. Like you know, I don't, I don't right. have much much more than you have right now. Um, but but it is a real problem, as you mentioned, and uh, and I think, as you said, the church needs to be on uh, on task addressing the problem. Okay, and, and I do agree okay. with that for sure.
0: Okay, All
1: right. Yeah, but well,
2: Ma, I would agree with yeah most of that like well, all of it i would agree with but it's yeah more or less what i would have said um if you want to in in the end let me see here 2013 2014 somewhere in there those two years and or surrounding a little bit give or take i was actually homeless down in louisville kentucky and it was through a series of my own actions i you know got with a girlfriend we started doing some drugs it just kind of and it spiraled from there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at that time and i think still going on there's a there's a huge drug epidemic down there and as in other major cities and it was uh, mostly heroin at the time was the big thing and um you know in the end i kind of arrived at the conclusion um well two things i one was uh if, if you wanna th- if you want to do if you want to reap god's results the results he talks about in the bible because he does have sort of a system set up mm-hmm. then you have to do things god's way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if you're not a christian there are just basic principles there that he sets up like the other thing was uh, if a man does not work neither should he eat well i saw while i was down there and this this helped me to be a little more objective because i was down there out of selfishness and definitely trying to fulfill the you know lusts of my flesh all that kind of stuff just doing whatever i wanted to do but during that time I could kind of tell, you know, I, I knew I was in the wrong and I knew on some level why I was there and that I could get out of it if I chose to try and be normal again, get off the drugs, mm-hmm. just have a normal job and try and, you know, live, live life honestly. But instead, I chose to try and do things the quote unquote easy way the whole time and to try and just... Uh, I mean, ask for handouts from people, ask for things, always with my handout, you know, stealing here and there from stores and things, just whatever I could do, making up excuses as to why this was justifiable in my instance, my case. But the more I looked around, eventually I was disgusted with myself because I was taking part in something that there was a lot of people doing Mm -hmm. and they weren't all crazy people. I mean, you you meet crazy people Mm -hmm. and you meet people who are just strung out on drugs, who are just so deeply entrenched, they can't get out of that. But even so, there is a system there in place but it's it's as if it was really strange. A lot of these people just did. There was a great sense of entitlement that I found. And I'm not sure exactly where that started at, but I mean, everyone knows who was president during that time. There was a lot of uh, a lot of programs that, that did not help matters that he put into place. There were people I saw, uh, especially, I mean, you could be homeless and you could be eating better and actually living better in some instances than people who had homes who were living poorly, you know, just, just above the poverty line. Because there were free phones, uh, there were programs for that, there were programs for free, uh, let me see, what was it, food stamps you could get. And if you didn't like your food stamps, you didn't like the food you could get with it, you could sell them. And there were guys who had semi-legitimate businesses that would buy them and then give you the cash value for most of the amount or something. And then you could go get more drugs or whatever else you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people, there were women actually who were who were poor, who were actually just completely living off the system. They, they would just... Um, they would have kids and then get the benefits from those kids and no father in sight and then get Section 8 housing as well as Section 8 benefits, things like that for every single one of their kids at tax time. They, would, they wouldn't they would pay any taxes. They would just get a whole bunch of money back. And it was just draining the system. But it was being encouraged at all. Every, everywhere you looked, it was just being encouraged and fostered because none of these people, I mean, what they need is, well, one, they need to work for it or be willing to work at least. And then two, they actually need Jesus. They need Christ mm-hmm. working on them in their lives. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it just proliferated. and It just got worse and worse. And it was just, uh, I mean, eventually, by the grace of God, he pulled me out of it. But seeing that whole situation really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And then as I looked around, I, I found people like you were saying who came from other places. There were, um hobos, for lack of a better word, who would come from other major cities. And it surprised me. I was like, This is pretty elaborate. They would come from some other major city like Atlanta and they'd be like, Oh yeah, they have a good program over there. Yeah, they yeah, they have good programs. They have good, you know, food, good benefits and stuff you can get over there if you go over there. I just came from there and before that I was up in Portland and then I'm thinking I'm thinking in the fall time I'll I'll save up for a bus ticket and I'll go down to California somewhere or whatever. I'm like, Good grief, mm-hmm. you're just Homeless touring the U.S. is all you're doing. Almost like some weird vacation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm like, how is this even possible? It was really strange to me, but it was also really eye-opening, and I'm glad mm -hmm. God delivered me Mm -hmm. from
0: that. Amen. Uh, Excuse me. uh, There's all kind of merits to what you gentlemen have just said, but for everyone through some type of legislation passed by any number of leaders— has lent way to uh, the graft and the cheating that we see. Now, what we don't see is the behind the scenes, that legislation that Mm. led to that has also lined somebody else's pocket that let that legislation be. Mm. The government, I'm not saying, I'm not thinking, I'm maybe naive, that the government does not know any government of any state any president or political affiliations does not know what's going on with the populace. Here go, hereby, I'm thinking we go back to the word where it talks about taking bribes mm-hmm. and getting paid yes. exorbitant yeah. fees to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we know anything about man, he systematically does these things. But the bottom cue is the spirit behind these individuals Mm -hmm. or persons that's driving us Mm -hmm. you say we know it's a spiritual thing that's going on and we know who's behind it Mm -hmm. because he's got a program to disenfranchise Mm -hmm. and divide Mm -hmm. and this this is what's ruining the country now Mm -hmm. and i'm not like i said uh we can have we can have opinions that's that's our entitlement Mm -hmm. but those opinions right, left, minute. they don't really matter if they don't line up with the Word of God. Sure. This is how we need to address it. This is what I'm saying from my heart. Mm-hmm. This is how we need to address it. Mm-hmm. Because if we speak wrong about a situation that God has said we should deal with it in a certain way,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we become uh, culpable of Agreeing with that, you know, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. because we, we 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 are we we have a different, higher, excellent standard, right? Amen. But when we look at a situation and we know that there's uh, that that is rife with with uh, a fraud mm-hmm. and things that are not really helping, then the church really needs to to to, to stay out about. It. Not mm-hmm. only do we need to evangelize and witness. Where are the voices for the church when all this legislation passed? With all the homosexuality and the mm-hmm. things that we see, are just ruining families and children mm-hmm. and young tender age children. Mm-hmm. Where is that? That's legislation that's got passed mm-hmm. by somebody, yeah. but wasn't a Christian, was it? I, I would hazard to say, if it was, shame on them. You know. Sure. And yeah. then this is this is what I'm thinking is that. The poor, we always want to have with us, right. and and there's definitely some bona fide poor, and I know that there's people that work to since because I've had, had my own people. I've got a bunch of cousins that, uh, and an, and a, and an aunt that was raised a whole family on welfare, mm-hmm. and uh, one time, uh, and this is a sad thing to say, brothers, uh, she is uh, getting ready to have another child by a husband that just didn't care, and she went down before the the, the magistrate. And it was a a female magistrate, and she looked at her, and she said, what are you doing here? He said, are you pregnant again? Because she knew. Mm. And she put her out because Mm. she had had enough sense to stop (laughs) having kids, Mm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. But my auntie was illiterate. Dropout, you know what I mean? She didn't have education. All she knew, all she knew was she needed help. And they just perpetuated because she mm-hmm. wouldn't want to do any better. She how could have worked if she had to stop having kids. Mm-hmm. So we 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 see that people do put themselves in, in harm's way through ignorance, but then there's that then there's some people that's absolute need help. Mm-hmm. Years and years ago, brethren, uh, when the news was more worthy, uh, there was a man that they filmed, he was sleeping under an overpass. In a lean-to with his daughter, homeless, and he was catching fish out of the White River. Mm-hmm. This is the White River. Is now is polluted. You can't do mm-hmm. anything. <clears throat> but anyway, gentlemen, he had his daughter, and they talked to him. And you know what he told him? He said, "I had a good job. I was an electrician, and I and the and the, and the company shut down and laid me off. And he couldn't he couldn't get employment at that time because you know they told him he was over skilled for one thing and not enough for another. And he was living in a lean-to." Mm-hmm. Under the White River, under a bridge, fishing for dinner for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's one story, there are many, many more. And I said, we, we, uh, uh, we, we, we know that uh, spiritual bankruptcy, you know, and 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 poverty is a thing. But, gentlemen, we've been saved by the most powerful presence in there will ever be. Mm-hmm. And if we really get that mind and that heart, and I'm thinking, brothers, we're on the the cusp of that right now. Mm. God will direct us and lead us. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Amen. Collectively, we're very powerful.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: Very powerful. And and here's my thing. You know, how can we get legislation passed? Like, Mm -hmm. others have gotten... Of, you know, a lesser sort and sinful nature. And, you know, uh, now I'm a, you know, I'm, they can't, they don't know their gender identity and it's all right. How do legislation get back? Where are we mm-hmm. with things like that? You know what I mean? I, like I said, evangelism mm-hmm. and witnessing, yes, that's needful. Mm-hmm. But to get in and really be able to get to where the rubber meets the road and affect somebody, we can't bribe them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, because we don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Legislators, they lobby. got lobbyists. They got powerful entities and things. We can't compete with that, but we do have the word of God. Mm-hmm. And and Amen. I think that Amen. Uh, I, I know I need to up my, my game you know what I mean, to, to speak. And God does lead you to people, Amen. but key people. Mm-hmm. And we, yes. I know God will do that for us mm-hmm. because this this is totally unacceptable. Right. All, over, all, all over the world, we see mm-hmm. governments. They say it's that uh, uh, Muammar Gaddafi's son, I forget his name, he wants to he wants to try to get back in power with some other general mm-hmm. over in Libya. And mm-hmm. we know what type of totalitarian government that is, you know what I mean? And then we have people. Uh, how, how can that be addressed unless God's people can can do that intercede mm. with prayer
2: mm-hmm. but
0: we can't get in on that ground floor mm. to make any kind of le- uh, proper legislation so we just have to deal with it in the way mm. god would allow us to do it in prayer and fasting but we do say there's a real need everybody's not trying to game the system sure you know what i mean and i i i, I, and I do agree with you because i've seen that and i you know it's still happening but uh we need help of god amen immediately if not sooner yeah. so yeah. and that's been my prayer before the lord you know we put a put a petition out names out you've been praying every morning mm. we pray for the nation mm-hmm. and, and god's going to do something for us Amen. and i do believe that yeah. any comment from me brother
1: uh, i just while you were saying that you know i was thinking of that verse that our the weapons of our warfare are yes, not sir. carnal we have uh you know obviously we mentioned several times there's spiritual forces behind these things Yes, sir. uh when you see especially when you see those legislation passed that's trying to make it the law of the land to either encourage, allow, or even enforce a, a spiritual wickedness, Amen. You, you know, that didn't just come out of Amen. someone's, you know, own mind that they, they're being led down that path. And I, I really do feel that as of late, God's been been talking to me about targeted prayer, about targeting uh, institutions or people and just and just waging warfare in See, the spirit. You know, when you go into yes, prayer, you yes. are waging war. And it is well within our rights as believers yeah. and as representatives of God's kingdom on I the earth the to exert that dominion through that and to say, no, we're not going to have it. Not not in my country, not in my city. Um, you know, like you said, write it down, make a list t- targets. You know a hit list, if you will, of, of, yes. of spiritual targets, yes. you know, spirit, places of spiritual wickedness, and say, if you don't want that, you know, whether it's an abortion clinic or whether it's, uh, you know, whatever it is in your city or in your town, pray it out. Say, brother, and and God, oh, you know, yes. God will respond when His people unite in in prayer against something. God will respond to that. He listens to the prayers of His saints, and um, and we don't know. What's even happening at that point, you know, in the spirit, and what's going on, and what what kind of battles are being waged, and Amen. and you know, we can't always see those things, but we can see the physical results of that. We can Amen. see the physical manifestation of that. So, um, you know, that's something God, you know, over the past couple of days has been showing me. That's something that I was going to be doing is is making specific targets and then praying and then checking on it and and holding it to task. You know, check that's on the right. on that's the, right. uh, that's right. the status on the front, you that's know, right. and say, okay, is it, you know, is this <laughs> is this fallen yet? Is this is that's this, right? Absolutely. Has this, uh, stronghold come down yet? Absolutely. And keep on. Until it does, and to have that tenacity to say, like you said, you know that that to not let it stand, to mm-hmm. to not um, to not just be like, well, that's just the way the world is. If the power living in us really is God Almighty, then that's not the way the world has to be. Hallelujah. We can make a difference in our community, yes, in our yes, in our absolutely. cities, in our whole country. Absolutely. And um, you know, as as you know, we were led uh, not too long ago, uh, a month or so, a month or so, maybe maybe more. Mark and, and Pastor and I were led of the Spirit to go over to D.C. Mm-hmm. and to go pray uh, over specific places. We prayed over the cap, prayed over the Capitol building. We prayed over uh, some of the monuments down there, and Hallelujah. we were led there of the Lord, and we knew we were led the Lord. We were waging spiritual warfare because the attacks came against us uh, all around it. You know, immediately after it was when we got hit with COVID real bad, and we've had yes. a lot of different things happening since then, spiritual attacks, and uh, that's because we're, we're making a difference and we're, we're, we're pushing some buttons, and um, that's a time when you have to understand, okay, you, you can't let up. Uh, Because that's all the devil's trying to do is derail us to distract us from what God's working. That's it. And um, we can't back down in the face of that. That's it. That's it. But Mark, you. Amen.
2: Along with that, I would just add that uh, since we wrestle against powers and principalities and things of that nature, we need to pray for our authority because there's a lot of people who are in authority who uh, probably shouldn't, probably not the best people for that. Uh Mm -hmm. But even if the whole world lieth in wickedness, you know, and they're they're of the devil, or they've made you know they're they've made their bed, so to speak, spiritually. God's plan is perfect. His will mm. can still work right Amen. around that. He'll Amen. Go, yes. Yeah. Yes. He Absolutely. Can still, His will can still be accomplished. Absolutely. Amen. Amen.
0: Absolutely. Um, I I've, I had a testimony. In fact, I had two, maybe three testimonies, and I don't know if uh, we were on you we were on board then at the time, but one involved. A, uh, you know, I was involved with uh, a union for years, and I think I mean, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I became, I started off as a steward, and then ended up being a vice president. And I always told the uh, individuals uh, in the plant that uh, if you had a problem, I'd be, I'd be more than glad to help you. But, but as per the contract, and I told them, I says, now if you come to me with a lie. I can't help you. Mm -hmm. I said, I can only work from the confines of the language, contract language. Mm -hmm. I said, I can go to bat for you. But if you got holes in your argument, I said, I will investigate for you to Mm -hmm. find out, you know, who, where, what, why, when. Mm -hmm. And if I find that there's a problem, I will come back and tell you. Mm -hmm. At at best, maybe I can ask for the mercy of the court on you if you caught wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, we know the word of God. Is very in, in, in specific about how we're supposed to handle in our deportment when we deal with one another, and those outside of the church. The fact of it is we must always adhere to the specifics and the Word of God. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that we're going to be beneficial, the only way we're going to be able to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second illustration was uh, we had a contract negotiations. And the company was wanting to take back a lot of the things that were gained in the, in, in previous contracts. Matter of fact, they wanted to strip it to the bare bones and mm. uh, start uh, doing things with your time and your overtime. And everybody was bemoaning the fact that the company had the upper hand. You know, you got big wigs uh, in all over the, the, the paper industry that, you know, they they just had the power it because they owned everything. For some strange reason, some guys were talking about, well, this is that, and this is that, and the company's going to do this. And out of my mouth fell this statement. I said, my faith does not tell me that. Mm. And you talked about faith here a few weeks ago, mm. that faith, but it just, came, it just came. I said, my faith doesn't tell me that, because God is not going to allow that to happen. Mm. That was a confession out of my mouth mm-hmm. about our God. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened? They backed off and they gave the they gave the contract. They gave more than what we were asking for, and mm-hmm. that just fell down mm-hmm. and nobody ever mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I know that's the power of God that Amen. we still have Amen. to be able to address these issues of poverty. Right. And in another instance, another instance, Brother Sam and Brother Mark, we had moved down to a new facility in Beach Road, a brand new plant, and uh uh, myself and two other people, three other people, uh, two filled with the Holy Ghost, myself, and another person was four of us. And what we did was we went to each corner of that building, uh, north, south, east, and west, and put blessed all on each corner and, on it, and prayed right there. Mm-hmm. And year, some years later, there was a tornado came down through there, and it tore up everything on one side and the other, but didn't touch that plan. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Faith. Man. We mm-hmm. did it in faith. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing. It was another brother and I. His brother' name was Brother Leroy Seats. And I'm saying all this to say what we, what we have at our disposal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, we, what we have at our benefit from God. Yeah. Uh, we had, I lived in the neighborhood off of 38th and Emerson, which right now was a hotbed. You know, you, 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 Dodge City up in there now. But we went uh, a four-block square back to it, mm-hmm. and we we, we blessed all on that street corner. Be prayed on every corner. Mm. The crime around that area was rampant everywhere, but in that area. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 So we know that we call ourselves children of God. Mm. And, and 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 two weeks ago you talked about that mm. faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That faith, brothers. You know we've got to stir up what's in us. Amen. Because. We can't help if we, we know we can't help everybody. The world is spinning out of control. Mm-hmm. We can pray for those governments and those people that They're being tortured, cut up, they're being uh, they're, they're just being humiliated. You know, they're taking their young kids and they're doing things with them, kidnapping girls, and you know, just destroying everything the economy mm-hmm. and the spirit. But God has given us. Not that spirit of fear amen right and we can we can't help actually this this printed word is living in us
1: mm-hmm. amen
0: we, we, we believe that we must believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We must believe, we must la- We must lay hold on that, we must hold on to it, mm. because God can change the complexion of any
1: situation. Amen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amen. Any comments, brothers? Uh, we were recently li- listening to a uh, sermon on prayer, and he brought up as an illustration John Knox. Have you ever heard of mm-hmm. John Knox and Mary, Queen of Scots, the queen, over, um, I think she was over the entire region, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was called the United Kingdom at the time, but... Um, he wanted Scotland for Jesus, for, for God. He, he he said, you know, that that was his prayer. And Mary, Queen of Scots, is recorded as saying that she feared the prayers of John Knox more than an army of 10,000 men. And, you know, that verse you just mentioned, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. and that spirit if it's living within you you have that power within you and that's not you know for you to exert for your own benefit but as we've talked about for the benefit of others for edifying the church for advancing the kingdom of god that is that's why we were born in the time and place where we are that's why you've been born again is to be god's representative to be god's uh emissary to be god's warriors in the spirit uh, on this plane and where we are right now and um you know, we've talked about it before, how, how often the New Testament refers to us as being in a fight as being warriors, as being soldiers. And if you're not picking up your weapons and you're not taking them taking the enemy to task, you're sitting by the wayside and you're you're being useless as part of God's army. And uh we should be bold, we should be, you know, obviously speak the truth in love, but but we should not back down from the from truth and justice and these things that, you know, that God says. Amen. You know, it hasn't changed what he said there about taking care of the Amen. poor or having true justice. You know, everyone talks about justice today. You know, they want the um uh what do they call that social justice, you know, mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. And, and it's a it's a misinterpretation of what justice really is mm-hmm. but God's justice has not changed he's still they're still right they're still wrong and the, the dividing line between them is just as sharp as it's ever been yes it will be absolutely and, uh and and we need to, uh, I just, I like this word. It's a big word, but promulgate, you know, we need to forward, <laughs> we need to forward that, you know, we need to be a part of advancing yes, that and, and yes, pushing sir. it out Absolutely there. Right. And for far too long, the true church, uh, I, I would say, you know, those who, who even follow after God in general, but the true church has, um, as you mentioned earlier, it, it's treated it like, we're just going to kind of, we're going to go in our corner and we're going to shine the light in our corner. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. But, the light is supposed to be over in the whole world. We're supposed to be the salt of the world. Of the whole earth should know. The whole earth should oh, be hearing yes. this and should be hearing about you know the Jerichos of today falling down before the army of God. Like yes. that should be a common occurrence and can be if we actually you know summon the the, the boldness and the faith as you said to just do it, now just, just go and take it. Yeah. Now we're
0: talking. Um, so yes. that's yeah. Yes.
1: I I fully agree with that. The
0: the the uh, L G B T Q plus whatever mm-hmm. and I uh, their souls. Right. They're souls, Amen. but misguided. Amen. That took off like somebody that said a powder cake. I mean, it took off where, and again, I may reiterate myself, where did they take that foothold Hmm. and it just exploded exponentially? Hmm. And I didn't, I I heard where they were picking on certain Christians for not wanting to bend to their will or do what they wanted to. I mean, that in itself is indicative of a real bad spirit Hmm. of the enemy Hmm. is destroying from within. Mm -hmm. This is, we we know that God has given us that power through Mm -hmm. that Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. but we see the underlying, the underlying thing that's going on is the enemy that's tried to, and he's attempting to, and actually succeeding, sad to say, in taking and turning many souls that are going to be lost Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is the trap. This is the tragedy because that impoverishment and that, 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 that poor place where they don't have a place for refuge to go to get help to where they can be fed Mm -hmm. and where they can be warmed. You know, and like I said, when we look at it on the, on the, on the large scope all over the world, it's just terrible. It's heartbreaking Mm -hmm. to see the things that are going on. But like I said, God has given us the ability to be able to pray and to change situations. Mm -hmm. And and we we know that situations can change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We we know they will change. And I agree with you, brother Sam, Mm -hmm. because you know, we've, uh, We've got we still got a big fight. Amen. And we still need to band together because that unity of what we're doing now. This is why I like to have this group conversation because mm. we're inspiring one another. I mean, you inspire me, what you've said. I mean, it makes us it stirs us up. And mm. this is what God we like I said, we just can't sit sit idly by not today or tomorrow, but we got to we got to make inroads. Starting now.
2: Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah.
0: So any more yeah. comments before? I can, I've can? just about covered most of the things I want to cover, brothers.
2: Mm. Uh, just that the power of, par- power of prayer cannot be understated. Amen. One of the biggest, I mean, we were both raised Baptist, and one of the biggest changes that I had to make in my thinking afterwards, in the, especially in the past eight months, having the, received the Holy Ghost and everything, that uh, God's been showing myself and my brother that we walk in authority, the mm. authority of his kingdom, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that I... You know, when when I used to pray before when I used to pray before, I used to See? think it was more like more along the lines of, you know, pleading with God, begging him for certain things. And if you look at the language in the New Testament and the old Greek and all that, it's it's actually in most cases it's more of a, more along the, the translation is more along the lines of a demand on goods that are owed. Um, right. which is it's right. it's odd to think about it like that, but God has given us that yeah. kind of authority. Amen. So even if you don't feel like you can, if you're out there listening to this and you don't feel like there's anything you can do directly today to help a situation, that doesn't mean there's nothing you can do. You can still pray about it. Amen. Because God's given us a great, tremendous responsibility with that, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Amen. something i never realized before amen yeah
0: it's just like uh brother sam sammy said and <laughs> we put it in the proper context And like the weapons of our warfare are not carnal
2: amen mm-hmm. but
0: mm-hmm. mighty through god through god to pull down the strongholds that's strongholds mm-hmm. in and outside of the church within ourselves i mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know our inability maybe to really realize and latch on to what god has given us the power that he has instilled in us mm-hmm th- the power that made the universe and the worlds, that's no mm. small thing. Amen. Amen. And and someone tell, asked me something about, you know, God, how can he uh, do this and, and and judge everybody, you know, and all these millions of people? I said, you just made your God too small.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: said, he's small in your mind, but he's not limited in, in ours. Right. Because, mm. you know, we can't, we, we have to think on a bigger scale. Amen. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And, and that's what he wants us to do. Just like I said, that's what he wants. Amen. And that pleases him. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Yeah. amen so brother that's um that's about all i have i'm sure appreciate the conversation because it's showing sure enlightening
1: amen yes. amen praise the lord well thank you so much for bringing that topic out today. And if you're listening, as we mentioned, don't underestimate uh, the weapons that you have. If you are born again, you you are part of God's kingdom. You're one of God's children. Um, I'd encourage you to read passages like Ephesians, uh, first couple chapters of Ephesians that talk about where we are now, how we're seated next to Christ. We are, you know, in heavenly yes, places and yes. all the privileges and all the things we've been given mm-hmm. and to understand our real position with God. Um, the other thing that, that, you know, we didn't have time really to touch on, but is that Angels, just as much as demons are real, angels are real as well. And they're a part of this fight as well. And uh, if you read Hebrews chapter 1, it talks about... Christ and who he is and what he's done for us and then it makes mention a few times in there uh, how the angels are ministering spirits and they're, um, don't be afraid to ask God how you can minister alongside them or or have them at your disposal, Uh, you know, we're we're on the same team in that, that we're working for God and they're just as real as you and I are, Um, (laughs) we just can't see them right now, so um, I praise God for everything he's done in our lives and uh, like Mark said, how he's changed our minds, literally renewed our minds, you know, that we're living and walking into an authority that we didn't even understand before Hallelujah. and um and, and to be on god's oh, team to Lord. be um there's that great uh old song um i'm on the winning side and uh i'm on the winning side yes i'm on the winning <laughs> side right. it's a it's yes. a good old song so look it up if you, if you have time but uh we're oh, on that side we're on god's team if you have been born again if you've not been born again you, um it's, it's, it's not difficult. It's, uh, it takes an act of faith, it takes a step of faith, but it is not difficult. You have to repent, That's as Acts true. 2.38 says, repent, uh, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Once you have that Holy Ghost, then so much of these things, they will actually make sense to you, and you can actually discern them and understand them, that and you can start operating from uh, a place of power. Uh, from the Holy Spirit living within you, and that's right. uh, so we praise God for that. We'd love for you to join us sometime. Uh, we do have uh, church tonight at uh, seven o'clock on Wednesday here, and then on Sunday at ten a.m. and at six thirty p.m. And uh, here we're here in Indianapolis on Tenth Street, one eleven forty East Tenth Street. We'd love to have you join us. If not, uh, if you're far away, or uh, we do have—we saw one time we have someone in Germany that's listened to us. So thank you, Danke for uh, yes. Danke for listening to us and for, um, Helping spread the podcast and and uh, the ministry that we have here, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and leave us a comment. I see here that uh, Meme Love left a couple comments here. One of the things she mentioned: it's it's so true. Faith with deeds. Yeah, uh, faith is um, is carrying that into action, manifesting that spiritual reality into the physical requires uh, a step on your part, requires work on your part to actually make it make it happen. And uh, so we praise God for that. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. God bless. Amen. Vielen
0: is out of church radio.